Bros. This is the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. This week on the podcast, in Adventures in Hunting, we have a decent amount of pop figures to talk about. Um, no Blu-rays, unfortunately. Um, then in this week's Sneak Peeks, we have a character trailer for the Avengers video game that's going to be coming out uh, when this episode comes out. It will be next month. Yeah, and I am giddy with excitement. Hell yes. And don't say it like that anymore. I can't promise you that. <laughs> um, no what's in the box this week because pandemic. <laughs> and then for our main event of the evening, we will be breaking down Ready or Not, which is so good. Yes. So if you haven't Spoiler seen it, go order. check it out. <laughs> yeah. So with that, let's get into it. Let's do it. Hey, everyone. You found our new podcast called Exploring Kodawari. I'm Luke. I'm a classical trumpet player. And sitting here next to my fiance, Yanka. Hi, I'm Yanka. I'm a classical violinist. She's pretty good, too. Um, I think I'm probably going to put your playing in the background of this. Very exciting. You're our intro music. <laughs> Very exciting. You're going to be okay. famous. <laughs> um, so this this uh, podcast is going to be exploring this word, Kodawari. I think we were all pretty bored during COVID-19, and we wanted something to help us focus on the staying on the path, developing, learning new things. Mm -hmm. um, so we're going to dedicate a podcast towards exploring Kodawari in the world. Which means um, pursuing a perfection in a craft that we can't really achieve or arrive, basically, into that perfection. It's one of those Japanese concept words that means a whole paragraph of meaning. It's hard to define very succinctly, but it basically means pursuing the ideal, all the while knowing you can't get there. Yeah. So we want to interview people, we want to do various topics, and just kind of explore this motivational energy in the world. So we hope you'll join us and subscribe. Check out our website, exploringkodawari.blog. We have articles up there and all sorts of things, and we hope you'll listen. Yes. Bye. Bye. <laughs> First up in Adventures in Hunting with pop figures. We got a decent selection of uh, new pop figures. Uh, the first one that I'm going to talk about is the Disney train uh, that's going to be coming out shortly. So this one's super cool. At least the collection of the um, the characters. I'm still trying to find it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We suck. Oh, here it is. Yes. So, the uh, the train is... It's kind of like what they did with the, um, the Hogwarts Express with Harry, Ron, and Hermione. Except it's Disney-themed, obviously. Um, so, in the front train, there is Donald Duck, the conductor. 
Isn't the train, I mean, this is kind of like a, a tease towards the, a character that's coming. Isn't that exactly how the train looks like in Dumbo? I'm pretty sure that is, yeah. Hmm. I don't think that's exactly how he looks, but okay. I think it's pretty close. Okay. Okay, anyway. So. Yeah, so we get Donald the Conductor. Uh, the next cart, we have Goofy. The cart after that is Mickey, followed by Pluto, and it, oh, not the caboose. Um, then the next cart is Dumbo, and then right after that in the caboose is Minnie Mouse, and she is a Amazon exclusive. Yes. And it looks like she's going to be the only exclusive. Yeah. So, this one's pretty cool. I think the character selection's a little weird. Kind of is. I mean, I feel like they should have put Daisy instead of Dumbo. Dumbo. <laughs> yeah, Dumbo just like seems so random. Yeah, I don't know why they're doing Dumbo. I I don't either. Oh well. Yeah. Um. All these figures look really cool, though. It looks very Christmassy. Oh, it does absolutely. So I don't know if they did that on purpose or not. Um. Yeah, that's super Christmassy. Yeah, that's like did almost put it put it away until Christmas. Did they say when these are supposed to come out? Um, not that I know of. Okay. No, I know that they were just announced uh, this week. Okay, so kind of an odd, like I said, odd selection. Looks a little Christmassy, but still kind of a really cool collection. Oh of yeah, figures. Yeah, yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. So next up, we got Alice in Wonderland. These ones are weird. Yeah, especially considering Alice looks like an OG Funko. Yeah, she definitely has that. At least the head, the, the body. Head, not. <sighs> it's the head and no eyebrows. Yeah. Why would they do that? Got me. Like, if you're not familiar with the original Funko pose, I think the eyes are bigger. I think you're right. Um, less facial features, so they don't have, like, eyebrows or anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to look at some... Do you have an OG Funko? Was it... uh, Thor's kind of an OG. Uh, Captain America. and Or Daredevil. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Dare- yeah. So, let me grab Daredevil, actually, so we can... Steady hands, my lad. Yeah, so the body on these ones are a little... Are thicker. Mm-hmm. Um, like, a lot thicker. They don't have kind of the proportionate body. But I think the head is a little different, too. Like, Yeah, the heads seem, in, at least in the new ones, a little rounder. As compared to, like, the original, where they're a little bit more square. They do. Especially at the jawline. Yeah, the eyes are about the same size, but the main difference is the body, where the body is really thick. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's kind of what they're doing with the Alice in Wonderland. The body is really thick, but it has the small, normal-sized arms and legs. That's which is true. Which is odd. Yeah. Because it's like the Daredevil body with the Deadpool arms. 
Yeah, I I don't get it. Yeah, this this looks like a a figure that Sid made in his backyard. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So after Alice, uh, we have a Mad Mad Hatter, Mad Hatter, uh, Target exclusive, and this is him in actually uh, one of the uh, teacup rides from Disneyland. I'm assuming, right? Yes. And so I'm pretty sure they did one of these for Alice as well. So that will be a nice matchup. Um, but yeah, cool. like this one looks like a, a modern yeah. figure. I think it looks great. I love the Mad Hatter. In the yeah, original. super cool. Um, but like I said, it's kind of odd that we're getting like the old looking with Alice and the new looking figure with the Mad Hatter. Yeah, it's really weird. But then there's Cheshire. Cheshire kind of scares me. Yeah, he's odd too. <laughs> so he's in like his muted colors, so like a light purple with a dark purple, mm-hmm. yellow eyes, big ass freaking smile. And this is another odd one because it I don't know how to explain this. Like I don't it's like a mix of the modern and the the OG. Yeah, right? Which I mean, I guess it works. <laughs> But that Cheshire Cat is a uh, nightmare fuel. <laughs> right? Seriously. I hate that smile. I hate yeah. how they did the smile. I hate it. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on before I give myself more nightmares. The heebie-jeebies. Yep. The heebie-jeebies. Yeah. So next up, we have a new line coming out. Um, Completely new line. These are retro toys. These look so, so cool. These are so cool. So we have a decent amount of like these retro toys that are coming out. Um, so the first one that we're going to talk about. Which one do you want to If you would with? show me. Sorry. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember them all. Come on, man. Uh, so the first up, we got Clue. So those. It looks like there's only two coming out per. So the first couple are two, the two. And... I'm pretty sure one of them's Mr. Green, and he's holding a pipe. And then Mrs. White? It's been so long since I've played Clue. Yeah, Mrs. White with a wrench. So that one's freaking awesome. Uh, Next up, we got Monopoly Man. So he has two different ones coming out. So one where he's in his jail outfit. Which is awesome. Yeah, and then the other one is him in his classic top hat, and he has a second prize banner across his chest. That was interesting. Yeah, really, really interesting. Uh, this this next couple, I don't know anything about. Popples? Yeah, I don't know anything about those. Yeah, I don't know what the hell a popple is. <laughs> it looks super creepy with its big-ass demon-sucking cheeks. Reminds me of that, um, what was it? The bunny from Ralph Breaks the Internet that eats the pancake. <laughs> that reminds me of for some reason. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, next, we got some in the Hasbro line. Uh, first, we got Mrs. Potato Head. Which, do we have a Mr. Potato Head? So, there's more actually on the next page. So Oh, okay. He, yeah, he's included. 
All right, so we got Mrs. Potato Head, and we have a Furby. Did you have a Furby as a kid? I did not have a Furby. Oh, they were so cool. I, I had, thought they were um, creepy. I had a Western Furby. A Western Furby? Yeah, they made, yeah, they made a Western Furby, I remember. Or a cowboy <laughs> Furby. And it was awesome. I loved it. That's kind of cool. I think I named him Woody. <laughs> not shocking to anybody. Nope, not even a little bit. <laughs> if anyone's listened to at least one episode of this show, they know they're not surprised by that fact. Yep. <laughs> um, next up, we got Transformers. Uh, so we have an Optimus Prime and Bumblebee. Those look awesome. Optimus looks bitching. Right? I'm not familiar with how Bumblebee used to look, though. So that one kind of looks weird. Can I see that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that. I feel that's the best that you can do for how Bumblebee originally looks. Yeah? In Funko form. Okay, then I can accept that. I feel he's honestly a lot easier to do for how he looks in the movies. Hmm. Um, Let's see. We also got the Operation guy. So awesome. I love that one. Yeah, that one is super cool. Like, it has all of the, the holes where, like, the Operation pieces so anyone that has tyropophobia do not get that one yeah probably <laughs> not a good idea uh then we got a mr potato head freaking classic i know right we haven't had a mr potato head from toy story have we no uh-uh mm. shockingly honestly yeah um i there are three of these that i don't know what they are do you know what that one is no do you know either of these two? Nope. <laughs> I feel like one of those is a G.I. Joe, but... I never watched G.I. Joe, so... Neither did I. Um, And then we also have a Stretch Armstrong. I think that's so cool. And isn't the Chase supposed to be the one with the stretched arms? Yep. So everyone's going to want the Chase, of course. Yeah, so the, the common version is just normal-looking... Uh, Stretch Armstrong, the chase, his arms are kind of by his feet. Yeah. <laughs> so those are super cool. Um, Let's see. What else did we get? Ooh, we got some Christmas figures coming out. A shit ton. A shit ton. So the first one is, I mean, these are more Christmas things themed than anything um so the first one's harry in kind of his normal clothes or just kind of day-to-day clothes and it looks like he's holding a golden owl ornament with his wand i don't know which movie that one's from or book whatever i don't know if it's from a movie you know what I'm really happy about, and I don't think they've announced the release date yet, but uh, they're doing a Barnes & Noble exclusive of Harry's final costume in The Deathly Hallows Part 2. And I'm so freaking excited, because I loved his outfit in that. That one's I know it's kind of cool. weird to say, but like, I don't know, his like coat looked badass, and just, yeah. I, mm, I That's like, my, and that'll be my first Harry Potter pop, so I am like so after that one. Yeah, so... All of these kind of look like they're holding something Christmas themed. So like Ron, he's in kind of like a knitted beanie and he's it looks like he's holding either kind of a Tootsie Pop looking present or a candy of some sort. 
All right. Uh, then Hermione, she's kind of in her... The, she's actually kind of in the outfit that she bushwhacked Draco in. <laughs> awesome. So, like, the jeans with, like, the pink shirt. Awesome. Yeah, with a little bit of a scarf, and she's holding a, a wrapped gift. Uh, Dumbledore, who looks freaking killer. That Yeah, that's a great Dumbledore. Yeah, he's in his classic robes. He's looking like the ghost of Christmas future. <laughs> <laughs> and he's holding... It kind of looks like if someone were to wrap you a Cornish game hen in aluminum foil and then tie pay or tie like ribbon around it. It's a quality gift right there. That is a quality gift. If someone gave me a Cornish game hen, we're friends for life. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one is a six inch Hagrid holding a tree. Like a Christmas tree. Simple. But elegant. Hells, yes. Uh, moving on, we got DC Christmas. So these ones are fun. So the first one is a Santa Joker. And he has like his sack of gifts and a bomb with a bow on it. <laughs> I would have loved to see a... No... I would love to see the penguin as Krampus. I don't know why. Ooh. I would love to see that. That'd be really cool. Uh, next up, we got Wonder Woman, kind of as our Christmas warrior. She's kind of wearing the uh, like a Christmas robe with All the right. hood up, and her lasso of truth is Christmas lights. <sighs> and I love it. <laughs> I love it too, but. Huh. Yeah, we got Harley uh, up next. She's kind of dressed like an elf, like a sexy elf. Um, but the bows in her hair are mistletoe. And then her hyena looks like Rudolph. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, then we have Batman, who is dressed up like Scrooge with the... With his bat slippers. That's too perfect. Um, a blue robe, blue hat, and he's holding a candle. I mean, freaking nailed it. Yeah. Seriously, though. Uh, we got Flash dressed as Rudolph. This one's kind of basic. He has a red nose. Antler, like, the f antler headband thing. And he's carrying a sack of gifts. Yeah, I don't know how. I just don't like this one for some reason. I feel like it's lazy. It is. It really is. Like, ever, they went all out with all these other ones, and then it's just like, they put no effort into the Flash. Yeah. It's like they took the pose from, like, his running pose, and then, like, uh, antlers, nose, gifts. If you want him to look like Rudolph, you gotta go full in. You gotta have him on all fours running. I wouldn't go that far. I would. <sighs> What would I have done for the Flash? Damn, maybe he is hard. Shit. All right, Funko, you're forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> um, next up, we have Santa Superman. And it's Superman dressed as Santa, and he's 
pulling open his shirt like he does when he's Clark Kent, and it's exposing a Superman sweater or pajamas. Probably you pajamas. You decide. You decide. It's a create your own adventure. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so that wraps up. Or, or actually, no, that does not wrap up DC How'd... Christmas. Uh, next up in DC Christmas, we have thir- three exclusives. So the first exclusive is Target, and it's Joker kind of in Jack Frost colors. So he's white with, like, blue. Okay, I dig that a lot. Yeah, it works a lot with Joker. It really does. Ooh, damn. Uh, We also got a Winter Batman, which is pretty killer. He's coming to Hot Topic. That one's pretty cool. So this one, it just looks like he's... It kind of, like, the top of his head's kind of white, and then it just gets darker as he goes down. The inside of his cape has little snowflakes and everything. Um, It looks super cool. At least if you're going for Christmas-themed. And then the last one is also a Hot Topic exclusive, and this is a Penguin Snowman. I want that one so bad. <laughs> That's too great. It is absolutely perfect. Oh. Gosh, this one's so cool. So this <laughs> is, it's basically like Evil Frosty. Yeah, basically. Top hat, monocle, kind of a growling mouth. Have you ever seen uh, the horror movie Jack Frost? The horror movie? Yeah, the horror movie Jack Frost. No. Where it's a killer snowman. No? Yeah, so it's kind of hard to find now. Um Super entertaining, but super cheesy. <laughs> like, but like, super entertaining. It's 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 pretty funny. Like, uh, there's this one scene where uh, he kills a lady. That's uh, I think she uh, is um, swimming nude, and he f- he freezes the pool so she gets stuck under. Oh shit! And, yeah, so she uh, she drowns, and I'm like, okay, bloody hell, yeah. You know, like he'll, okay, he'll, then he'll. I think he uh, stabs someone's eye with ice, uh, like with an icicle, and like I said, it's very cheesy. It, it's bad, but it's entertaining as hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have piqued my interest. Okay, good. All right, then the last figure that we're going to talk about is the Avengers Assemble Black Widow. So this is the fifth. Yes. Yeah, so this is the fifth, the f- number five out of six figures coming out. Um, so this is just the pose that she was in when the Avengers assembled in the first Avengers movie. So she's just cocking her gun. That's all she's doing. Yep. Counter- I already basic- got her pre-ordered. Did you? Oh, yeah, I already pre-ordered. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I I really need to put my ass in gear and I mean, get like these I, figures. Like I told you, the only ones that I really wanted were Hawkeye and Black Widow. Those were like the two main ones that I wanted, so yeah, I I'd pre-order just in case. Yeah, I'm gonna order Hulk here shortly. Nice. Um, I was waiting for his price to drop, and I think it just dropped again. So dope. Yes. Then I'm, I think I'm gonna try seeing what I if I can get anyone to trade me some of the figures that I have for some of those. <laughs> all right. Very nice. Uh, so yeah. So that is all of the pop figures that we got this week. Uh, like we said, no Blu-rays. So moving on to this week's sneak peeks, we have the 
character trailer for Rose's personal favorite superhero and Avenger, Hawkeye. Aw, yeah. This looks so cool. <laughs> they did such a good job. The only thing I, I don't think I liked was when Black Widow started talking. The first thing she said. Or when she... Because she was... Like, it shows these robots getting arrows to the heads. Yeah. And then this door opens and Hawkeye's walking out like a badass. And then you hear in the... Like, Black Widow talking and she's like, Clint? Well, I guess that explains the shock arrow. I'm like... Duh! <laughs> yeah, she says, I guess that explains the shock arrow and the bow and the sea of emotions. I'm like, sea of Just emotions. stop. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah. But I I thought I wouldn't like it, but I'm loving his, like, short hair. Uh, like, the buzzed cut? Yeah, because it's actually a nod to, like, the original Ultimate Alliance Hawkeye, like how he originally first looked. Yeah, I forget who the artist was for that Hawkeye. Let me see if I can find it. But yeah, his costume looks great. I really I'm really glad that uh they're sticking with a uh a recurve bow and they're not giving him a compound bow. Uh but my question is how the hell does one uh, how the for how small his quiver was, how the hell did it hold that many arrows? Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the biggest complaints you can have about Hawkeye. Yeah, but you know what? I don't care. Because that, uh, that slide that he did past the robot and it shot him right in the head, classic Hawkeye. Love it. So, it's saying Matt Fraction. So, that's, that's where they took the uh, the inspiration from for oh, his look. That's awesome. Wait, Matt Fraction. Yeah, yeah, but in the Matt Fraction comic, I thought he had like the kind of like spiky hair. Like he Jim- did, so I think that's where they got the suit okay. look. The uh, let me see. Yeah, I forget where the uh, buzz cut Clint first came into play. I swear it was like when they first came out with Ultimate Alliance Hawkeye. Jeez, it shouldn't be this hard to freaking find it. <laughs> Apparently, we're just not typing in the right shit. Yeah, I I put in Hawkeye buzz hair. And then it just freaking brought me to, like, different haircuts. It was, like, the first... Uh... Then I just typed in Hawkeye, and it's bringing up all the Avenger shit. It actually brings up the image for the character that we're talking about. <laughs> or from the game. I feel whenever you type in Hawkeye, if you type in anything that involves Hawkeye's hair, you're going to get the, how you do Hawkeye's haircut from Avengers Endgame. Because everyone wants that kind of haircut. Like, come on. Like, Yeah, the only thing I can find is Matt Fraction. Okay, so let's just go with Matt Fraction. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they kind of reveal... So Hawkeye is a playable character, so that is absolutely confirmed. Yes. He is going to have his own missions... That you can play solo or co-op. Yes. Which is badass. I hope... I told Rose. I'm hoping that they make this game cross-platform playable. Because I would love to play this with you. Where one of us is... Or where you're Hawkeye and I play as the Hulk. See, that's the thing. I don't know if they will. 
I know. Uh, I mean, that'd be super cool. If though. worst comes to worst, you know, I can just come over here and we can have a bros night. Yeah. So that'd be super cool. Um, I watched the war table that they had on it. Yeah, how was that? Really good. Okay. They showed off the beta playthrough a little bit. Yeah. Killer. Super killer. I thought it was going to be something that you can only play through like once. And, but you can, they have these, uh, like a training room. So they just keep sending wave after wave of enemies. And then you just kind of practice your fighting with the, the heroes. Oh, I love that. Um, each hero has their own way of traveling fast. Okay. So Iron Man is a flyer, so he can fly around everywhere. Duh. Yeah. Um, same with Thor. Hulk can jump that really far. Sense. Um, they showed that Black Widow has kind of a grappling hook to travel. So okay. it's kind of like web slinging a little bit. I wonder if what would Hawkeye be? Grappling Hawkeyes, I'm I'm betting it's gonna be the same. Maybe like it's just a grappling hook. Or a grappling arrow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but with Kamala she travels by stretching her hands out and grabbing yeah, stuff. So it's sense. kind of the same mechanics as a grappling hook. Okay. It's just her hand. Okay. So. Nice. Yeah. Super cool. When does this come out? September? 9th, I 9th. believe. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So the beta is already out. And I want to download it so bad. Because they, like, one of the playable characters for the beta is Hulk. Yeah. If only it was Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah, well, like you said, he, he, I think he's going to be like a DLC. Yeah. I hope he's not. I hope he's part of the main game, and I hope he that they're just revealing. Be. Like, it'd be cool, like, if his was an add-on. So, like, because I know that he has his own campaign that you can play. Yeah. It'd be really cool to play the campaign and then have him come into the main campaign with the rest that of the Avengers. That would be really cool. Yeah, but I know we're getting a couple other, like, Hawkeye obviously confirmed, Ant-Man's confirmed. Yes. I don't know who else is confirmed, though, other than the people that they've, the main characters. Yeah. So Hulk, Cap, Thor, Iron Man, Widow, and Kamala. Or Ms. Marvel. Whatever you want to say. So excited for this game. I know. Ugh. I'm actually going to try and see if I can download the beta when we're done. Fair. I don't blame you. You gotta tell me how it is. Yeah. You, they let you play through like 25 minutes of the game. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. Of the main campaign. Um, Kind of get the mechanics down. Like, yes. And then like you can do like bonus stuff. Like do the war rooms where you have like just these waves of characters coming in. You can boost your characters. And the cool thing about it is if you're playing the beta you get bonuses uh when the final game comes out so you can unlock stuff in the beta that you get in the actual game that's so awesome right oh that makes me so happy yeah that's gonna be freaking sick (laughs) anyway uh so that covers everything we got for this week's sneak peeks so let's move on to the main event of the evening let's do it Time for the main event. 
Let's play game. Alright, for this week's main event of the evening, we will be breaking down Ready or Not. Um, this movie was absolutely fantastic. Um, but first, we have some responses to our question of the week from some of our bros. Um, so, for those of you that don't know, I posted the question of the week and I asked, like Ready or Not does with Hide and Seek, create a murder game from a childhood game. And we got some pretty decent responses. Um, so twisted. And some twisted. <laughs> uh, so first up over on Instagram, we have the from the Untrained Eye podcast, at Untrained iPod. Uh, he said, hot potato, but it's a grenade of unknown fuse time. Oh, hell no. <laughs> I'm playing that shit. I feel like there's worse ways to go. I mean, you're not wrong. Like, it's it's the same as Russian roulette. <laughs> except you blow up. <laughs> <laughs> well put, well put. Yeah, but that's good. That is a good one. Hot Potato was a fun game when I was younger and didn't know what real fun was. But... That's <laughs> <laughs> so depressing. <laughs> Yeah, but, like, you get bored and Hot Potato just becomes fun. But if you're creating a murder game and making people play Hot Potato with a freaking grenade with an unknown amount of fuse. I think I just came up with one, a disturbing one. Oh, shit. Now you have to say it. Okay. Hopscotch. But if you, um, cause I forget how you're supposed to lay out, like you, like it can end whatever way you want. You either end with one leg or both legs, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> if you end with one leg, it gets chopped off. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Or no, no, let's, let's just make this like, let's, let's make it fair. If you end with one leg, it gets chopped, one leg gets chopped off. If you end with both legs, both get chopped off. So, so there's no winning. Yeah, there's no winning. You know what? Fair enough. <laughs> we did say murder game. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there's no winning. Just you just really hope it's just one leg. Yeah, I feel like a really easy one that people could have done was like tag. Oh yeah, shit. That's a good one. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like another fun game that you could have done. Marco Polo. Hmm. That's kind of in the the same vein as okay, hide and seek. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I'm trying to think of like other games, like and how you could twist them to be murder games, like Monopoly. <laughs> the hell is wrong, Twister? Twister? <laughs> that is some saw level shit that you could pull with that. Seriously though. Yeah, that'd be that'd be fun. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, Hot Potato uh, from choice. Untrained iPod. Uh, next up, we got Adulting with Donnie. And his response... I'm not reading the whole thing. We, we try to keep it PG-13 here. We try. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't fully work out. Yeah, I'm probably going to have to mark the episode as explicit. <laughs> but there's a line, Donnie. <laughs> 
like I know that we like early we challenged people to come up with shit that we wouldn't say. Nailed it. <laughs> uh, but he said battleship, except the ships are your dicks, and you have to move closer with each correct grid square until the winner is in the loser's ass. Fuck. Yeah. Um, I have nothing else to say about this. I have questions about <laughs> the way to play this. <laughs> <laughs> just, just logistics. Because you got to think if 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 you're going into someone's ass, <laughs> do we really have to go? You into have like they have to kind of be facing the same direction, and then you just kind of get backed into that person which wouldn't work because how are you going to see your board unless you're playing with someone you don't know and then there's just some rando behind you that's getting ready to rail you (laughs) so i have questions about logistics so if you can make a whole episode about a whole episode about how this battleship game works that would be fantastic (laughs) oh shit uh um and then uh, media forest cast so at media forest cast so the media forest podcast um he responded to Donnie and said that his uncle loved this game when he was a kid uh and said I'm just mad because I never won and we're sorry your childhood was shit <laughs> Jeez, I'm crow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to add to that. So uh, I won't. <laughs> moving on. Uh, next up, we got a response from Melanie at Mel72609. Uh, she said, love that movie. Couldn't agree more. Hell yeah. And then our last response comes to us from our good buddies over at Dynamic Duel Podcast, at Dynamic underscore Duel. Uh, They said, the game is called Life, based on the popular board game Life. It's for one player, takes approximately 85 years to play, basically get an education, make money, find love, have kids, retire. No one gets out alive. I love it. It's genius. I told him it sounded like a shit game. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't playing this shit. Yeah, I I said this sounds like a really tough game. Like, flip the table level hard. (laughs) Which, it is. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I think we can all agree that the game of life sucks. (laughs) It really does. But, we make it livable... With these responses that we get to our question of the week. So, (laughs) I mean, you take what you can get. Yeah. So, thank you, all of you that answered our question of the week and gave us some odd input. I feel especially, uh, Donnie, you gave us a lot to think about. So, thank you for that. And have nightmares tonight. Yeah, I'm not going to sleep well either. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, with that, let's get into our breakdown let's do it so if you are not familiar with our breakdown system or you're new here welcome and 
we have split the movie split movies into eight different categories that we individual individually grade to come up with our final all bros score which comes to a letter grade um so the categories that we grade are story writing acting character development effects music costumes and then we give it our own personal grade at the end um so first off let's get started with story so if you have not seen this movie spoiler spoiler alert ahead rose is going to read a full synopsis of the movie and spoil the entire damn thing so if you haven't seen it go check it out and then come back seriously go check this movie out this is one of the best horror movies i've seen in years yeah it is so good (laughs) all right so as a child daniel ledomas is that is that how you say your last name Daniel, I forget. I forgot how they pronounce it. Ladomus. 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 Ladom. However the hell you. I'm gonna say Ladomus. Daniel Ladomus. Ladomus is confronted in his family's mansion by a wounded man named Charles, who begs him for help. Instead, Daniel alerts his family, who arrive wearing ceremonial masks and robes. Despite the pleas of his bride, Charles is shot with a spear gun and dragged away. As Daniel's mother tells him that she is proud of him. Thirty years later, Daniel's younger brother Alex returns home to marry Grace, a former foster child happy to join his family, who run the successful Ledemos Ledomas. Get you, asshole! Ledomas Family Games Company. Grace, I need a reading with Rose button. Where I just push it and it's like, reading with Rose. <laughs> Shut up, smartass. Grace meets the Ladomases, Alex's brother Daniel, and his snobbish wife Charity, Alex's cocaine-addicted sister Emily, her husband Fitch, and their young sons Georgie and Gabe. Alex's dower aunt Helen, and Alex's parents Tony and Becky. After the wedding, Grace and the family gather, and Tony explains that his ancestor made a deal with a man named LaBelle to build the Ladomas fortune in exchange for the family observing a tradition. Every new member draws a card from LaBelle's puzzle box, naming a game that they must all play. Grace draws hide-and-seek and is sent to hide, believing they are merely playing a game. The Ladomases arm themselves with antique weapons to hunt her down. Yeah, what did you think of like the uh, the hide and seek song? That was creepy. <laughs> that was extremely creepy, dude. I thought they had like it through a speaker throughout the house. Yeah, that's what it I seemed like. It was. Yeah, yeah, it did. But oh my gosh, that song was so messed up. I'll fully admit I downloaded it on Spotify right after. Did the you movie. really? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> you would. It's catchy, okay. Uh. Uh, unwilling to participate, Alex escapes into the mansion's secret passages and finds Grace, who witnesses Emily kill a maid she mistakes for Grace. Like, damn. So this was the daughter, correct? Yes, yeah. Yeah, she was stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I got her, I got her! Does she look like she's wearing a white wedding dress, Emily? Dude, I loved how... It some like it was a brunette in a black dress, and she was looking for a blonde in a white dress. Yeah, like what kind of cocaine was she on? <laughs> Seriously, 
Like, it was like cocaine mixed with mushrooms or some shit, because she was freaking losing it. Yeah. Uh, Alex reveals the Ladomus' curse. Everyone who marries into the family must play the game determined by LaBelle's box or die mysteriously. Only hide-and-seek also requires the family to kill the newcomer. The card was last selected by Helena's husband, Charles, on their wedding night 30 years ago. With the mansion locked down, Alex leaves to disable the security system and allow Grace to escape. She's discovered by Daniel, who is delusioned with the family, and gives her a head start before alerting the others. As Lodomus's bicker determined to capture Grace and use her to perform a ritual before dawn, Emily accidentally kills another maid. Alex unlocks the house, but Grace's, but Grace's escape is blocked by the family butler, Stevens. Alex destroys the security system before he is knocked out and restrained by Daniel and Tony. Grace is discovered by another maid, but the maid accidentally crushes herself to death in a dumbwaiter. Yeah, what a dumb bitch. <laughs> Seriously. Like, uh, so stupid. Yeah, when she, like, and dude, why calling... would you trust Emily with a freaking weapon after she accidentally shot a maid? In the face. I just love when she's like, why does this keep happening to me? <laughs> because you're a retard, Emily. Uh, and also, the the maid and the dumbwaiter, like how she shouts out for the others. I'm like, bitch, she's trying to help you. Yeah. Don't sell her out. This isn't your family. <laughs> you're not going to die. Yeah, like, do they not explain to the rest of the the help what's going on? Apparently not. Because that's freaking stupid. If they didn't, it's just like, hey, um, just give them a heads up. Yeah. We're going to be w- running around with weapons on this day. Um, Just uh, don't get in our way. Yep. You know what? Fair enough, boss. <laughs> uh, I mean, are you shitting me? Come on. <laughs> and gr- she brought the damn elevator on herself. She really did. Oh, she's so dumb. I'm like, you... <laughs> Dude, like, when she, like, screamed for her, like, I was just like, you hooker. <laughs> and then when she got crushed, I'm like, good! freaking asshole. <laughs> Grace escapes to the stables and finds Georgie, who shoots her in the hand. Oh, this him. little prick. <laughs> <laughs> Punching him unconscious, she falls into a pit filled with the corpses of the Ladamuses. Wait, they missed that he shot her. No, it said that. Grace escapes to the stables and finds Georgie, who shoots her in the hand. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, you're good. Yeah, I was like, you little shit! Yeah, what a little asshole. <laughs> Seriously. Punching him unconscious, she falls into a pit filled with the corpses of the Lodomus' previous sacrifices and climbs out, impaling her bullet wound on a nail to do so. She squeezes through the property's fence and flags down a motorist who drives off. This guy was such a dick. Stay out of the road! Yeah, I loved I her response. Effing yeah. rich people. <laughs> <laughs> She's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, dude. There, I've, I know very, very few rich people. Most of them are, are pretty chill. Okay, that's good. Most of them are pretty cool. The ones that aren't freaking suck. <laughs> like, it's it's so weird. It's just like money affects di- pe- different people so differently. It does. It's like some people can be like super nice. They can be overly nice. 
they get and like super charitable and all this crazy shit and then you get like some of the people like that i know that they're still like they're nice people they i mean i don't know like what their charity situation is like but i'm sure it's good but they're just they're super nice super generous people and then it's just like there's no there's like no middle ground between that kind of person and the person that will spit on you for tracking dirt in their their lawn. <laughs> Caleb, I gotta ask, what up with the butter knife? I don't know. Okay. It was on my desk. <laughs> Alright. Alright, so... George, you're about to get shanked. That's what's <laughs> up with the butter knife. <laughs> uh, pursued by Stevens, she fights him off and takes his car. She tries to call the police using the car's onboard system, but the operator informs her the car has been reported stolen and remotely shuts off the vehicle. How freaking quick was that, though? Seriously, like, damn. I just love when he's just like, is there anything else I can help with? Go F yourself! <laughs> no, I love that she kept cussing at him, and then he's just like, there's no need <laughs> for, for profanity. And then she's just like, wait, 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 Justin, Justin, Justin. Are you like? Are you still there? And he's like, "Yes." Is there anything I can help you with? And she's like, "Yeah, Justin, go f yourself." <laughs> <laughs> Freaking love that! Like, could you imagine being that that guy? I know. Right? I'd be like, "Bitch, I'm trying." <laughs> uh, uh, but we love Justin. <laughs> Steven subdues Grace with a tranquilizer gun and drives her back to the mansion, but she awakens and attacks him. The car crash is killing Stevens, and Daniel captures Grace. The Lodomuses prepare to sacrifice Grace, drinking from a ceremonial cup. Before Tony can stab Grace, the family all vomit blood, and Daniel frees Grace, revealing he laced the cup with a non-lethal dose of hydrochloric acid. Charity shoots Daniel in the throat, and Grace disarms and pistol whips her. Daniel succumbs to his gunshot wound. Grace bludgeons Tony with a lantern, starting a fire, and is attacked by Becky, whom she beats to death with LaBelle's box. Alex escapes his restraints and goes to rescue Grace, but she pulls away from him. Realizing that she will never trust him now, he subdues her, and the family prepares to complete the ritual. Grace breaks free, and the family realizes dawn has arrived. When they realize that nothing has happened to them after the failed ritual, Helene still tries to kill Grace, but one by one, the Lodomuses explode. Alex begs for Grace's forgiveness, but she rejects him, and he explodes as well. LaBelle appears momentarily, nodding to Grace in respect. <laughs> Soaked in blood, Grace lights a cigarette outside the burning mansion as the police arrive. Questioned about what happened, she replies, in-laws. <laughs> <laughs> per the... The perfect response. Hell yes. Dude, I... I actually thought she was going to reply rich people. Yeah, right? <laughs> I loved this ending. Like, it seemed like they were going... Like, when they ex revealed that they made this deal with... The like, basically, they made a deal with the devil yeah. to get all this wealth and fortune and everything. And... I loved how even like the the son-in-law was googling deal with the devil real or bullshit <laughs> <laughs> on his phone. Like I love that he was doing that. 
and then it ended up being like he started like calling it out. They like revealed, and then everyone's like freaking out. And then they look, and then they're like, "Oh, nothing's happening." And then he's just like, "I knew it was bullshit." He's like, "Oh shit, I think you were right." And then blows up. Yeah, after a frick, what's her name, Helena? Yeah, the gr- yeah the the aunt dies. Dude, she was nuts. She really was. It was that haircut? Yeah, uh, like. Do I out of everyone? I thought she was going to be the understanding one, right? That's what I thought too. But like, cause it showed like the beginning. It shows her husband or the man that she's mar- married. Yeah, her husband shows her husband getting killed, and she's losing her freaking mind about it. Yeah, and then it cuts to, and then she's just like has this bitchy look on her face throughout the entire wedding and i was thinking like oh she doesn't want to be part of this like she thinks this is all bullshit now too because this creature or whatever that took the life of her husband is or her family took the life like this is all this is because some stupid family tradition like that's what i thought her mindset was but she was on board with it like hardcore so yeah, especially at the end when she's just like, the girl still must die. Yeah. I love how that, <laughs> or how they're, like, what's his name? Basically, Satan has oh, like, has a sense LaBelle. of humor. Isn't it LaBelle? Yeah, LaBelle? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I love how he has a sense of humor. <laughs> I love how he nods at least, grace. At least, like, a, a sense of comedic timing. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but dude, I was totally on the team with the the brother-in-law when he's just like, see, I knew this was bullshit. And then they're like, oh, I guess this isn't real. And then like the whole family comes to accept that this isn't real. And then he's just like, what do we do with her? And I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) And then it like took the freaking most crazy turn ever. This movie did such a good job with uh, tense moments. It did. And they it also did a really good job at like foreshadowing things that you knew were going to happen but you just didn't want to. Like um there was a part when um you know, when she's, like, underground, she's, like, in the walls, and she forgets which door to go through. And, of course, the one that she picks through, it's when uh, <laughs> they're discussing. I was like, oh, shit. Dude, I love. I said that straight up out loud. I'm like, oh, shit. Dude, I laughed my ass off. Because <laughs> they're just, like, they're taking this, they're pulling this maid through, like, this dead maid. The one that freaking Emily shot in the eye. They're dragging her through or to the kitchen or trying to get her to the kitchen. Yeah. And so it's it's the the father, um, Helena and Adam Brody's character. Daniel. Dan yeah, Daniel. Yeah, so it's them and then they're just like, So does anyone have eyes on her? And they're like, No, we lost her and then they're just like what the shit do you mean you lost her? And then you hear like the door shut and you just see her in the distance. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I loved how incompetent this family was. Yeah, right. <laughs> we, 
Which, honestly, it makes sense. So if they're sacrificing sheep normally, under yeah. normal circumstances, and then sacrificing humans... Uh, and they, they hadn't hunted a human for 30 years. Yeah. So it would kind of make sense. So it actually makes sense for, like, the brother-in-law and the some of the sister-in-laws to not have a good aim. Because they've never done that before. Hey, especially when there's uh, when Grace is running through the woods. And the oh, my gosh. Like, gotcha, bitch. And it's, just, it's like, no, you do not. Not even close. Oh my gosh, that was great. So it's Daniel's wife. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. She has a the spear gun. Yeah, and she sees Grace running across the yard, and she like basically like what we think gets her in her sights. I thought shit was gonna hit the fan hard. I thought, yeah, I thought so. But yeah. no, she's just like gotcha, and then shoots, and it ends up in the freaking tree, <laughs> like not even anywhere near where. She, grace was i love when the mom shoots an arrow at grace and she's just like you got to cut me some slack it's been a while yeah it's been 30 <laughs> years it makes sense they probably aren't practicing with that shit yeah or the the son-in-law who's uh googling how to use a crossbow no youtubing yeah how to use a crossbow <laughs> in the bathroom <laughs> oh my oh, gosh i too, love that, that was the, too there were so many things that were I feel like th- those were like realistic reactions too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like so, the f- dads after like the ceremony is over, or actually while the the hide and seek song is playing, he's giving his family all these weapons, these ancient weapons that would have been used during the times of his great great grandfather, and so it's like muskets and these tiny little pistols and. An axe. An axe, a bow and arrow, and they shut off all their security. Like, they basically give or get rid of every, like, modern convenience. And, yeah, they get rid of every modern convenience, hunt them down with these primitive weapons. And I love how he's just handing them out to random people. And the, or the, yeah, the son-in-law gets the crossbow and he's like, what the? shit am I supposed to do with this? (laughs) And then he goes to the bathroom and like Googles how to freaking use it. I love that he's talking to the the mother and she's just like, I've always hated you. (laughs) And then she has to put, uh, because he kind of has it pointed at her. She has to kind of push push it it away. away. (laughs) Oh my gosh. The, The comedic timing in this was brilliant did, did it ever look like she was actually wearing the quiver uh, not really yeah okay that's why I, I think the quiver was like small okay if i'm remembering right no i think you're right it was pretty small yeah but oh my gosh that was all freaking amazing the way that this story played out was great it really was uh where are you at with writing or with story? I'm honestly like at a solid 90. Yeah? Yeah. Could you give me like a point higher? Yeah, easily. <laughs> I freaking loved the story on this, dude. <laughs> like, it makes sense. Oh, like, they set up the rules. Yeah. Like, I feel like they set up the rules of this game really well they did um no he, i don't think they like they didn't walk like kind of yeah they didn't kind of like 
hold your hand through it and give you a big old explanation of what happened. It was a quick rundown from Alex. Yeah. And you you figure it out just as, like as soon as Grace does. Yeah, as soon as Grace figures it out. Like yeah. once she figures it like then you kind of know the story and you're like, "Okay." Like they don't walk your hand. Like yes, you could say that w- what Alex did was just a shit ton of exposition, but it made sense. She wanted to know what was going on, and he told her yeah. what was going on. And, yeah. One of my favorite things was when she got the the rifle, the shotgun, with those big-ass slugs. Oh. And so she, like, walks out, she looks at her stuff, and she's just like, shit. <laughs> and then, like, I love, like, the mo- like the tense moment that they had with the butler in the kitchen when she's trying to load the shotgun. She's trying to be as quiet as she can, but the bullet keeps tinging against the... Yeah. And then when she, like, goes to shoot it at him, he's just like, oh, those are for display purposes only? Like, I was just like, think it was gonna work. Yeah, I was like, damn it. Dude, I was like, like, (sighs) I love that. I... I don't know why I love that so much. I think it was just that stereotypically it would have worked for her. I was half expecting her to like blast him through the door with that kind of gun. Yeah. And I love that it didn't work. Yeah, I did too. I love that it went against the norm, which yeah. I, I really appreciated. Anytime you think you have a grasp of this movie, it freaking flips it on you and you're just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I love that in a horror movie. Yeah, me too. Ah, so yeah, ninety one is where I'm sitting at. Fair enough. All right, next up we got writing. This was just as solid. Oh my gosh, this is definitely on the same track. I think the only dialogue that I didn't care for was everything that went on at the wedding. That's or fair. Not even the wedding; it was the pictures. Yeah, that's a good point. The it was kind of weird that dialogue. I feel like we should have gotten different family members because I think that them doing like a mix of the family members was a little confusing for me to follow. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. But other than that, that was the only writing that I had an issue with. Everything else was it fit. It didn't feel out of place. It didn't feel awkward. Yeah. Honestly, for like writing, I'm just a point below. I'm at a 90. Yeah, me too. Okay. Sweet. All right. Next up, we got acting. Okay. Who do we want to grade? So we definitely want to do Samara Weaving. Yep. I say we do Adam Brody. Okay. Oh, shit. What's the uh, Alex's name? I want to say Mark O'Brien. You're probably right. Yep, Mark O'Brien. Oh shit! That'll Hell work. yeah. <laughs> um, we can do Hel- Helena. She had a decent enough part. The dad. Okay. And then maybe just the rest of the family members. Like lump them all together. Yeah. Okay. Sounds unless you want to take. Unless you just want to do Alex, Grace. Daniel, and then the whole family. I I think we should do it that way. Okay. All right, so let's start off with the family. 
So moving our way up. So, so we will be grading Andy McDowell, who played Becky Ladomas, uh, Henry Shizerny, who played Tony Ladomas, uh, Melanie Scrifano, who played Emily, Elise Levescu, who played Charity, uh, Nikki Guadagni, who played Helena, and Christian Brune, who played Fitch. Hell yeah. They were all pretty solid, they I feel. Were. Fitch was honestly my favorite. He was. <laughs> um, I feel like the dad overplayed a little bit. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like at the end when he's just like, I followed all the rules, I feel like I'd probably act like the exact same way. I'm like, this is freaking bullshit. I've been going about your ways literally since bef- like I could walk. You're going to do me dirty like this? You can't, you can't yeah. blame him for it. It wasn't necessarily that scene. It was the stuff in between. Okay. So, like, when he was freaking out at Daniel, pretty much, or when he was freaking out in front of the family and he's just like, F. <laughs> okay. Okay, I can. Yeah, so, like, he might have brought it down a little bit. I think Helena. She was pretty consistent. Yeah, she was solid throughout. Yeah. The mom wasn't quite as, like, consistent, I feel. I felt when it come to like, when it came to, like, the emotional kind of scenes, I think she was really good. But, I don't know, when it came to, like, the like the crazy side of it, it just it kind of felt a little out there. Yeah. Um, Fitch was awesome. Oh yeah, no no problems with him. Yeah, no complaints. No, no complaints with Fitch. Emily I, was a I, bit much. I loved her, in my opinion. Yeah, I liked her too. I like I said, she, I think she was just a bit much, but that oh, was yeah. just I think that was how she was supposed yeah, to be played. Yeah, that's kind of her character. Yeah. Um I f- I had some issues with Charity though. Uh Daniel's wife. No, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, she. I feel like there's some backstory there that we sh- could have gotten. Yeah, like explain what situation she was in and why she couldn't go back and why she'd rather die than go back. Seriously, like it's like okay, what happened? <laughs> yeah, I want to know what what it was that made him fall in love with her. Like, I got to know. Yeah, but. Honestly, I think they're they're in the upper eighties for me, maybe like eighty seven. I think it'd be eighty seven. Yeah. 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 All right. Next up, we got Daniel, played by Adam Brody. He was fantastic. I, I loved him. Besides Grace, he was my favorite. Absolutely. I think he was definitely higher than the rest of the family. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think he's definitely higher than Alex. Yes. He's not quite as high as Samara, though. No. Mm-mm. But I loved how... I loved how shitty she was at hide-and-seek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, how he played that off. Like, because there's a scene where she runs and hides into this... Um, yeah, runs and hides in this, in the study, and he comes walking through the door, 
And she's like hiding up against the wall right next to the door. And so he comes in, looks over, and they make direct eye contact. And her eyes just get like huge. And just the way he plays off, he's just like, yeah, I'm not going to. (laughs) Like, I love that. Like, I feel like Adam Brody's an underrated actor. He really is. He is so good. I think he gets shit for being in Gossip Girl. I think it was that's what he was in. I've never seen Gossip Girl, so Brielle watched a couple episodes and he's annoying. Really? Yeah. But from what I've seen, like other movies that I've seen him in, he is so good. He is so good. Hmm. Like he's good in this, he's good in Shazam. Oh yeah, he was in Shazam. Yeah, he was uh Freddy's Shazam form. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. I've seen him in a couple of other things, but I remember that he's so good. He's so good. Would you say he's like a... Would you say he's a solid 90, or is he a little up than that? I Okay, this might be a spoiler. He, I think he's a couple points below Samara. Okay. And I'm sitting at like a 95 with him. Nine, okay, I can give you 95. Yeah? Yeah. All right, next up we got Alex, played by Mark O'Brien. He was okay. I, I liked him. I yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, but I did not. I mean, I guess in a way I kind of expected him to, after she uh said, oh, I can never trust you again. And he's just like, you're never going to. Like he should have earned her trust. Yeah. Like I, I feel like that's something that he should have done. It's just like, listen, if it's not, I'm never going to trust you again. Give me a reason to trust you, fool. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's just like, oh, like I feel like his outlook was just like, oh, she's never going to trust me again. All hope is lost. I guess I'll just kill her. Like I feel like that was his view on the whole thing. Yeah, that was that was. Yeah, I feel like he should have, like, I was expecting him, like, while the sacrifice was going to go on, I was expecting him to just start stabbing everyone. I would have loved that, but... Yeah, like, I was expecting, like, everyone's distracted with the ceremony, I was expecting him to take out the ant, and then freaking take out his dad, and then just go through and take everyone else out. But nope. And then maybe... Then I I feel like we wouldn't have gotten that amazing ending yeah. where everyone explodes. <laughs> where she's just like, I want a divorce. Yeah, I love that. No. Like I said, Satan has a, in this movie, Satan in this movie, let me specify that, <laughs> has a real good sense of comedic timing. Yes, really does. <laughs> oh, I don't know where he's at, though. I think he may have overplayed it a little bit too, like the dad did. Yeah, I'm at like a solid ninety for him. Yeah, yeah. I might be a little lower. Like I'm like eighty nine. I can give you eighty nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's good. He's definitely better than the family. He just if we would have grouped him in with the family, I feel like I'd be a little lower. Okay, fair. Yeah, so, yeah, he was good. But, like I said, um, Samara Weaving, 
who played Grace. So good. So good. Damn. Oh, I love her. She, yeah. Oh, I want to see more from her. Damn, she's good. She, oh, she's amazing. But I think I spoiled it with Adam Brody. Honestly, we probably should have done Alex first. But yeah, I am in the high 90s. I'm at like a 97 or a 98 for her. I could fully give you a 98. I'd say let's give her a 98. Yeah, let's freaking do it. Uh, she deserved yeah. it. Yep. All right, that brings our acting grade to a 92.25. Not too shabby. All right, next up we got character development, which, like we said, is hard to do in horror movies. But I think she had a decent... She did. Yeah, like... I feel like she kind of gained a lot of confidence throughout this. Like, not knowing what was happening, kind of taking that moment to, like, flip out and be like, what the shit did, is, like, happen? The hell and then going into you? survival mode. Yeah. And once she got into survival mode, she was freaking killer. Um, One of the things that really stands out with her survival mode is when that little bitch, Georgie, shoots her in the hand and she, like, f- knocks his ass out and then kind of... Like, what kind of happened? Oh, she gets scared by a goat. And then she yeah. falls into the pit where they have all of the other sacrifices. And she has to climb her way out with this janky-ass little ladder. <laughs> and so she climbs up. The ladder breaks. So she grabs on. Like, she's still, like, clutching her hand with... So she's, like, trying to climb this ladder with one hand grabs the ledge with one hand realizes she and like all while this like they're foreshadowing this big ass freaking nail and oh good gosh (laughs) (laughs) um so she throws her hand up like her other hand up to kind of pull herself up and her nail goes straight in the hole in her hand I'm like We knew it was coming, but it still got us. Dude, I was not 100% certain that she was going... I knew that her... The hole in her hand was going on that nail. I did not think that she was going to make it through... Or make it up. Oh, I didn't either. And I thought they were going to do something that, like, haunts my my mind with horror movies. That I'm always afraid they're going to do. I was afraid that they were going to... And I saw I saw this in one horror movie. I forget which one it was. But the scene is seared in my brain. Where someone gets their hand nailed to a, like a table or something. And then they like yank it off in the scene. And so it's like... <laughs> oh, so it's like split like down. Yep, don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, Caleb is about to throw up live on Bob. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that happens. So that's what I was expecting to happen to her. And now my hand has bad feelings in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Dude, goodness. I don't know why, but that that thought is so 
so much worse than getting your hand nailed or blown, like having a hole blown through it. So much worse. And yeah, I'm like just. Uh, okay, <laughs> let's talk about something else. Yeah. Okay. That, anyway, that's uh, that's just like I said. That was something that I feel highlighted her survival mode. Um. But all in all, kind of an average arc for a horror movie. Yeah, fair. But really good. Yeah. Which is tough. Because, like, I don't want to dock it too hard because the lack of character development isn't the genre's fault. That, okay, that's a good point. It's just kind of what happens. Yeah, that's a good point. Like so, that. I'm in the mid to upper 80s with this. What are you thinking? I'm, I don't know, I'm between like an 83 and an 85. Want to go 84? Yeah, I can do that. Cool. Alright, next up we got effects. Which, for this movie, were killer. Yeah, they were really good. Yeah, there wasn't anything that, like, stood out, like, as bad. No, even the explosions looked good. Everything looked good. Yeah. Yeah, like, the maid getting shot in the freaking mouth with the crossbow looked amazing. Anytime someone was choking on blood, that looked so good. It did. And it, I feel like this could have been all practical. I'm pretty sure it was. I would not be surprised if it was. Because honestly, I feel like even... Yeah, like the the mother getting her head bashed in with the box. That looked like it could have just been makeup. Yeah, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. Honestly, the only thing I can think of that would have been even kind of CGI was the arrow through the maid yeah but i think you could have easily pulled that off just have a freaking arrow in her mouth like have her hold an arrow yeah yeah even her like um prosthetic severed head looked really good when they were throwing it into the pit yeah like all of that looked super solid yeah shit 90 did you have any like issues no. anything that you can think of not really is this a hundred yeah i can practical a... effects freaking kick ass yeah that's true yeah i can give it a hundred yeah i'm i'm willing to do that just because it was damn near flawless yeah it really was all right next up we got music for that hide hide and seek alone song alone for that hide and seek song alone I'm super high on this. How high are you talking? Like, I'm at a nine. A nine? Yeah. Ugh. I can be talked down to an eight. I I, I'm about eight. I'm at an eight. Okay. I'm at be... I'm at a very solid eight. I can give you an eight. Yeah. The Yes, the Hide and Seek song was amazing. The use of silences were incredible. And I think that when they did have music, it was really good at building the tension. That's but it also wasn't like a super memorable score. Okay, good point. But yeah, what freaking 
brought the house down is the damn hide and seek song. <laughs> All right, next up we got costumes. Super solid, I feel. Yeah. Samara's was really good. Obviously, it's a wedding dress. Um, I loved her yellow Converse. Yeah. <laughs> I... I don't know. I really liked the uh, the outfits with the rest of the family too. Yeah, I did too. Like, I think it really did really well at like. I loved the robes. Contrast. Again. Yeah, the robes were really cool. Those were awesome. Um, but yeah, I liked how everyone kind of wore their clothes differently. Like Adam Brody's character, he kind of was just like, basically, kind of undressing. Yeah, seriously though, like how. What, like, three of his buttons were actually done and yeah. the bow tie was all hanging down? Yeah. Um, but ultimately, not counting Samara Weavings, the costumes were a little average. Not anything super yeah, special. Yeah, nothing to write home about. Yeah, um, I'd be... Like, av- okay, like, if you cut out Samara's costume... I'm about a six. If I throw hers in, I'm about a seven. That's what I was thinking. Seven. Yeah. yeah. All right. Seven. All right. Now time for the personal grade. All right, I freaking love this movie. <laughs> uh, this did everything right, I feel. Seriously, it though. didn't require, it didn't rely on cheap jump scares, which you know if you listen to any of our other horror movie breakdowns, we hate those. You really do. Anything that's oh. cheap, we freaking hate. Mm-hmm. And it didn't have any cheap jump scares. Everything, Every jump scare that I feel they had, which were very minimal, were well earned. I think the biggest one was when Emily shot the first maid. Yeah, that did make me jump a little bit, but yeah, or not. Yeah, it was super good. Honestly, this is now one of my favorite horror movies. Same. Absolute same. I am sitting at a 93. Okay. All right, what about you? All right. Overall, amazing cast. Such a great story. Just, yeah, like Caleb said, this is one of my favorite horror movies now. Uh, It did everything right. This is honestly one of the best blind buys that I have ever done. I loved this movie. Um, no, I'm going same as you. Ninety three. Ninety three. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. So that brings our final all bros grade for Ready or Not to a B plus. Not bad. Not bad at all. Um. So. Let's see how close it is to an A minus, because I feel like it's really close. It is. It is super close. It is point six percent away shit. from being a uh, an A minus movie. Damn. So it is sitting at an eighty nine point four percent. Wow. Yeah. Which eighty nine. That's good. That is really good. I think that's on the lines of what Rotten Tomatoes gave it. Yeah. Well, Rotten Tomatoes isn't correct all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, th- yeah, that's a 
damn good score for that. So that puts it about on the same level as Black Panther and the Avengers. Hell yeah. Yeah, also puts it in the same ballpark as Spider-Man Homecoming. All right. Um, also The Invisible Man and Knives yes. Out. Yes. I especially agree with The Invisible Man. This is just as good. Yeah. And it also is on line with the, the Lovebirds. All right. Not too shabby. Yeah. So those are only a few of our B-plus movies. Uh, if you want to see more, there's a link to our entire grading system on our website, um, which I will give. The, the link is in the description, but I'll also give you the link here shortly because <laughs> this has been... The All Bros Breakdown of Ready or Not. And we hope you enjoyed this as much as we enjoyed this movie. Yep. So good. If you haven't seen it yet, please watch it. Yeah. So good. So good. Um, so, with that, um, I mean, hell, that's the, I don't, blah, 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 blah. Are you okay? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> So, if you liked what you if you liked this episode, want to hear more of our stuff, be sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, Radio.com, Spotify, and more. Uh, you can also catch all of our episodes on YouTube as well as some bonus videos that we will make one day. <laughs> We're just going to keep saying that, aren't we? We we, really we need to commit. Yeah, we need we to commit really do. to doing it. Yes, we really do. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yes. After we're done. Yeah. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, um, that is the best place to hit us up with episode ideas, um, answering our question of the week. Uh, or if you want to join us, that is the best way to do it. Just hit us up on any of our social media. Facebook at facebook.com slash theallbros. Twitter and Instagram, our handle is at theallbros. Um, yeah, we would love to have anyone on anyone that's, that loves the movie that we're talking about. Yep. Um, yeah, you can also email us at the channel at gmail.com or go check out our website, which is somewhere you can find all of our episodes, uh, links to our YouTube channel, links to our social media. You can even find, like I said, the list of all of our breakdown scores uh should be up on that site so go check it out see if you agree with our ratings if not oh well <laughs> dude i always i that always throw blunt yeah i know like whenever i talk like that or whenever i like talk and say if not and then i'm just like oh wait we aren't changing it either way <laughs> so i, I I need to stop throwing in that, or if not. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can also find a link on our website to our merch store, which is on TeePublic at tpublic.com slash user slash the Bros channel, um, where you can find t-shirts for all on all, most of our episode art. Um, haven't had an episode art that would work for a minute, for a hot minute, and it's just because we've had some 
funky movies <laughs> that are hard to come up with artwork for. <laughs> um, hopefully, I come up with something. You got this. Yeah, hopefully I can come up with something that is going to turn into a shirt, uh, which you should be able to find the day after this is released. Hopefully. We'll see. Um, But yeah. So, next week, uh, we will be breaking down one of two movies. You want to do Fantasy Island or The Hunt? You want to do Fantasy Island? Since yeah. I, I actually own that one, I don't own the hunt yet. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> so next week, uh, you can look forward to a breakdown of Fantasy Island. And this is going to be an interesting one. I feel like this movie's kind of a... I've heard this movie sucks. Does it? Yeah, I've heard it did not get that good of a ah! But we'll see. Hey, you never know. We might actually like it. You never know. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, okay. Anyway. Uh, look forward to that next week. And until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we'll catch you guys next week. Deuces. So long. Keeps getting worse every week. Yeah, that one wasn't super good. Herbert's got the COVID. He got <laughs> the Rona. <laughs> got the Rona. <laughs>